everybody to episode 41 of the Neapolitan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mick Roman, now with 5G. And like always, with me is Kyle. All praise God Emperor Bill Gates. Who? (laughs) (laughs) And coming at us straight from Wano Kuni, Joaquin the Dragon Phoenix. What's going on, y'all? Happy Friday. It's been real. Wait. Oh, shit. Wait, you said it? Send what? The the um the list. No, not yet. Right, That's what I'm doing right now. But yeah, happy Friday, y'all. It's been good. This week has been uh a little a little gloomy, more gloomy than most weeks. Yeah. We lost two legends this week, man. Two two very, very astounding legends that uh will definitely go down in history for their uh respective uh uh careers. Yeah. For real, dog. Paul Mooney, man. Rest in power, dog. Rest yeah, in fucking 79 power. years old. Yes. Um, you were saying earlier how like his sons were talking about like his health has just been going downhill since like a year ago or so. Yeah, they were talking about it. He has like a lot, he had like a lot of caretakers and things of that nature. And he was suffering from some instances of dementia and just other complications that he was going through, you know, but Overall, it was taking care of him until his his time came, you know. And the family put it out when they decided to that it was appropriate to put the information out, which is important, you know. It's not like it was one of those random, like, you know, oh my God, Paul Mooney's dead, cause of death. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's not one of those instances. So, you know, Paul Mooney's dead. How did he die? Mind your fucking business. Yeah, it's not it's not like that. Not one of those weird instances. But um yeah, man. He was getting up in age, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was old. 79. I didn't even know he was that old. I thought he was like at least maybe like almost 70. Like like hitting 70. Yeah. You know, maybe 71. It's because you know what it is? It's because the last time you probably saw him, it was on Chappelle's show. Yeah. He didn't look that old. Probably, yeah. Probably was like he was. He would have been in his sixties. Yeah, early yeah. 60s, I think that's 50s, what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for me that's what it really is. No, well, it, I, I seen him on a uh, Vlad TV. He was on a I, I, was he on a Vlad TV interview a few years ago? I think he was, or some interview on some platform a few years ago before he got like possibly. I I still remember his segments on Chappelle Show where he's doing a Negro Domus. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. shit was good. Like, <laughs> why does America think the Middle East have nuclear weapons? Because we kept the receipts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That show is such a fucking classic. Mm-hmm. There's no way you could get away with fucking, like, writing any of that shit now. Oh, no. I mean, look at Paul Mooney. There's no way... Somebody could grow up and have the same kind of career Paul Mooney did. No, and the thing is, the dude's been life. around forever, but he's <laughs> he was seventy nine. He's old. Yeah. He's been around a minute. Yeah, and like uh, he's mostly known as a as a writer too. Because like, yeah, he wrote a lot for Richard Pryor too, right? Yes. Yeah. A lot. And then I saw Dave Chappelle posted on Instagram a clip where he called him on his seventy ninth birthday. Did like a a video of him saying like, "Hey, you know, I just wanted." To, Say happy birthday to you. You're one of my heroes. This and that. And you know, I want like the entire audience to wish you a happy birthday. This and that. Yeah. 
I mean, that dude's had a lot of influence on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That dude was a lifelong comedian and a writer, and he he got around and doing his business. Not even that. Even when he wasn't on the stage, just him being himself. Yeah. He, was a, he was a raw-ass person, you know? He didn't sugarcoat shit for anybody or anything, you know? And I think that's one of the most you know prevalent things about him. It's kind of similar to Muhammad Ali. You know, a lot of people loved him not only because of his achievements and what he did inside the ring, but everything he did outside. Yeah, his vocal points, what he spoke up about was, you know, it did something to people. It, you know, it made some gears turn in people. Yeah. You know, people loved him for his voice. And the same thing with Paul, Paul Mooney. It's, uh, it's funny you mentioned Muhammad Ali just because I was watching um, a show last night called Dark Side of the Ring. Mm. Where they go into like you know some of like the darker, oh, crazier stories of wrestling. Yeah. Last week I was Somebody telling was you me about that. Yeah, uh, last week I was telling you about the New Jack episode. Once yeah, we yeah, found yeah. out that New Jack died. Yeah, uh, last Friday from a heart attack. Uh, so last night they were talking about the show that happened in North Korea. Mm. So in 1995, the show was put together by Antonio Inoki, who's a Japanese wrestler mm. since like back in the 70s. The guy's like a legend. In Japan, especially, um, he also like did a lot of work in politics as well. Right. So, like one of his things is he wanted to try to mend the fences between like North Korea and Japan because like they'd just been killing each other for like years, like thousands of years. It just right. had beef. So he uh, he talked it over with uh, the people of North Korea, and then like um, they wanted. To, because at the time, the show would land it on the, like, the one-year anniversary of the death of their previous leader, King Jong-il's father. Mm. Um, so they wanted to do as a celebration for his life. And that's like the big spectacle that they put together. So Antonio Noki was talking with um, Eric Bischoff, who at the time was in charge of WCW. And he figures like, um, yeah, of course, this would be like a giant great big opportunity because like at first he asked him it's like hey can you get in contact with muhammad ali because mm. like we would love for him to you know come out here and be a spokesperson because muhammad ali did a lot of like you know like work to try to like you know like fix you know like relationships with like between people and try to he was an advocate for world peace so when eric bischoff called muhammad ali he jumped on he's like yes i i would i would love to be on this so then Eric Bischoff now, he's like, all right, so he's going to think, he has to think like some of the wrestlers he could put onto the show. First guy he goes to, Hulk Hogan. And he's, he's like, yeah, Hulk Hogan's answer was real short. He goes, yeah, I don't think that's going to work for me, brother. And just walked away. Mm. So then he asked Ric Flair. Ric Flair's like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. Mm. And some of these other guys. And then they were saying how like when they were over there in Korea, as soon as they landed, the Korean army took away like their fucking passports. And they were like, what the fuck? And they're like being monitored and like they had like soldiers following them wherever they went. Mm. At one point, some of the wrestlers, they were playing pool downstairs in the lobby. And like one of them like um, skinned the ball and like it went over the the table. Then all of a sudden the, the soldiers freaked the fuck out. Like, how fucking dare you? And like took the pool sticks, broke them, throw like the balls into the thing. And then like one of the wrestlers, Scott Norton. Who was there? He was like on the phone with his wife, and she's like, "Where the fuck you been? How come you haven't called me? You've been out partying with the guys." And he's like, "No, he's like that's not the case. Like they won't let us do shit in this fucking country. Like this country's awful." All of a sudden, phone line gets cut off. 
And he's like, what the fuck? And then they grab him, bring him to a room. And they're like telling him, he's like, oh, this is a superior country. How dare you say nothing bad about North Korea? And this and that. And he was saying, he's like, yeah, like all they wanted to do was put a bullet between his eyes. And then like Inoki was able to like get them to like release him, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, some of the other wrestlers, they got into like a squabble and fight between each other. Then they went out there, they did the show, and then like it was a giant stadium full with like a hundred and like ninety-nine thousand people. And it's like a giant crowd, and they're like, what the fuck? So they were trying, you know, like do a re- the wrestling matches, but on the show, no reaction from the audience because they were forced to be there. Because <laughs> they were told, like, you come out to the show, whatever. And so, like, the entire time they're quiet. And then, like, the, and it was a two day event. On the last day, the main event was Antonio Inoki versus Ric Flair. And then, like, they, like, they don't know how to fucking take in Ric Flair. They're like, what the fuck? Because, like, a lot of them, they'd never seen a white person before, <laughs> let alone, Bleach blonde Ric Flair with fucking a big ass purple shiny fucking robe with feathers. And um, so he was fighting Antonio Noki. And Antonio Noki, his trainer, was uh, this North Korean guy who was living out in Japan and hiding out that he was North Korean. Um, when word got out that he was North Korean, the Yakuza killed him. Yeah. So then, like, it became a whole legend in North Korea about his death, saying like, oh, on his dying breath, he's like, I love North Korea and whatever. So during the entire match, like Inoki said, like, oh, I dedicate this match to my trainer. So like the match started, they're quiet. All of a sudden, the more it goes on, the more they're going like Inoki, Inoki, and they're like getting behind them. And then when he wins, they're all like cheering, they're all clapping. And uh, one of the guys that were interviewing, it's like, yeah, it's probably the first time in any of these people's lives they ever had fun with anything. And then, you know, like during it, uh, Scott Norris is like that entire trip was a nightmare. The only good thing is like they got to hang out with Muhammad Ali. And then they were saying like at one point they were walking by and they just like they see like down the hall, Ali's just there like shadow boxing. And he's just like, you know, like doing the jumps and like yeah, yeah, yeah. bobbing and weaving. And there was saying like he's moving like how he was like back in the day. Yeah. And, and that, this is probably when he was already, already old. Mm-hmm. Old and already had the Parkinson's. But like he was already, like just doing the shadow boxing, doing his thing. And like Scott Norton was saying, it's like seeing that was like the greatest experience of my life. Mm. And then they finished the show. Then they flew them back to Japan. Like they, they were still un- nervous because they had no, they had no passports. They gave them their passports right before they got on the plane. They got on the plane. They flew to Japan. As soon as they landed, Ric Flair ran down the fucking stairs, got on the floor, and his thou- like thousands of dollars suit, whatever crocodile shoes, and he's like just kissing the floor. It's like I love Japan. Woo! And they're like, well, Rick is back to being Rick. And they're like, you know what? We all feel the same way. Thank God we fucking made it out alive. Yeah, I mean, that's some scary shit. Oh, hell yeah. You fucking get off a plane, they mm-hmm. take everything from you, they're like, this is the best country on earth. I yep. don't agree, we're gonna kill you. I yep. find it funny how, like, all of it, like, they're speaking about all their experiences. Meanwhile, Muhammad Ali, who's, like, up in age, is sitting there chilling, shadow boxing, like, yep. not really, like, he knows what's going on, but it don't, it don't move him. Nope. <laughs> they just sitting there like, wait, how are you? What? <laughs> what is going on? He's 
Yeah, Muhammad Ali is like an entirely Ali. different like caliber yeah. of person. Yes, he's like I'm just doing my thing. Yeah, that's it. He's just like eh, fuck I was it. saying like right before they got there when they were in Japan, when before they got in the plane to go to Korea, like there was a bunch of like news reporters all around the wrestlers, you know, asking them questions, this and that. They see Muhammad Ali walk by. The, what? Sorry, <laughs> they all leave and they're just standing there by themselves. Like, okay. They, they couldn't say nothing. No. <laughs> they, they knew what it was. Now, the funniest thing is, like, uh, the one guy, Eric Bischoff, who was, like, in charge of all this, and he was the guy in charge of WCW at the time. Uh, he said, you know, he, like, woke up early, like, the first morning there. He goes, I'm going to go for a run. He puts on his track suit, goes out, it goes for a jog. He didn't tell anyone because he figured, why, why would I need to tell someone? I'm just going for a jog. So, like, he's, like, it's dark out. The sun is coming up. He's, like, jogging. He says, like, all of a sudden people are walking out. Like their houses going to like their work or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they see him. And then he says like they have to just complete terror in their fucking faces. They're like, oh my God. It's like parting of the Red Sea. He says they're just like running away from him. He said the children see him running. So again, so yeah, they're like, they've probably never seen a white person before. All of a sudden you see this strange guy running at you. So they're like <laughs> freaking the fuck out. Yeah, I'm so probably... What is it, mommy? It's a ghost. Quick, run. Yeah, so he was saying like they were freaking out. And then when he got to the hotel, like his handler, like she was pissed and like yelling at him. He's like, what the fuck were you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And he was th- thinking, it's like, he's like, yeah, looking back at her, you know, she was probably mad because she realized, hey, this guy's under your watch and you let him go off on your own. Yep. Pa. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's really what it is. You can't be doing shit like that. You don't know how the people were going to. Like, receive that. <laughs> can't do what you... Well, you can't do what you do in your country and other countries. Yep. Unless yeah. you're Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who, like, just came and went from fucking North Korea, whatever he wanted, because he befriended fucking Kim Jong-un. Yeah. You know what's crazy? He's a dude with the last name Rodman, and that dude's got several rods in his face. It was destiny. That don't sound too good, pal. Uh, all like, <laughs> uh, fucking like, I don't know, like euthanism or whatever. Like aside, this dude's last name is Rodman, and he has several Rod-style piercings in his face. Yes. Nobody else finds that fucking weird. His personality is weird. Yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. <laughs> but like, still. Like, <laughs> my name's Rodman. You know what I'm going to do to signify who I am? I'm going to get several rod piercings through yeah. my face. I don't think it's only that. I'm going to do what I want, however yep. I want, and part That's it. That's the thing. I want. That's the thing with Dennis Rodman. Like, he, his entire life, he's done whatever the fuck he wanted. Like, when uh, Magic Johnson first came out that, like, he had, like, HIV. Yeah. And whatever. So, like. Like one of the th- stories I heard is like nobody would want wanted to guard him when playing against. Oh against yeah, them. yeah. Because everybody's that... everybody's scared. They're yeah, like, oh my yeah. god, I don't want to fucking catch it. Yeah. The only person that was blocking him was fucking Dennis Rodman. Yep. He's, he's like, you think I'm afraid of you? Afraid of you? I fuck my dad. I'll spit in your mouth and lower your immune system. Oh. <laughs> 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 I think the worst part of that is being like, man, I fucked Madonna. I don't give a fuck. I'm not scared of you. Yo, what? Like, is it like, because uh, it sets like the tone that Madonna yes. is just some fucking like <laughs> sewage monster. Yes, she is. She's Grimace. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not Grimace. Muck. 
from Pokemon. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> she's going to, like, you're going to get trapped in a room with her. She's going to rape you and then spit acid on the floor, <laughs> open up a hole in the floor, and slither into the fucking sewage below. And, oh, God. Like, you're going to lose her. It's she's like, like a spider person from, yeah. like, Love Death Robots or something. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I fucked Madonna. I ain't scared of you. That's just such a weird fucking it take. Is. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Why my skin burning? <laughs> it's red. Take it off. <laughs> that's that's um that's that's a very peculiar line by uh, uh Dennis Rodman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just uh. I fucked Madonna, son. I ain't scared of you. What? <laughs> so what does that have to do with basketball or or pilot? Never mind. HIV, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, fuck it. Matt, it's one of those situations you're not it's supposed like, to make sense of. Yeah, just what, what is it? Like in the like documentary that came out about the Bulls last year? Oh, like yeah. The Last Dance? Yeah. It was in like Rodman was like pissed off because like he wanted to go to Vegas and party. And then like they had a game in like a couple of days. So he's like, he's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go party anyways. It was out partying all night, still came back and still play the game like nothing. Jordan was pissed because he was like complete like work ethic. He's like, yep. nah, nah, we're fucking winning. That's it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We can't party. Man, I'm gonna go party. If I, I can't see. party, no one's partying. Yeah. They retired from basketball. He's like, ah, well, now I'm addicted to drugs and gambling. Fruit of the loom. Pretty sure that's what retired him. No, no, no. He started doing that after retirement. What, gambling? Yeah, gambling. I don't know, man. I I keep I always keep hearing this like fucking urban legend about him that the reason why he went and did that short stint for with um in baseball was because he had to take time off because he got caught gambling. No, no, no. He I just got was, caught betting on himself. I, no, I thought it was because like um that was uh, around the time his father got killed. Yeah, and like his father always wanted to be a baseball player, wanted him to be a baseball player, so he mainly did that for him, and didn't work out because like you're one of the, possibly the greatest basketball player of all time, but yeah, you you, you never played bad. Yeah, you're not a baseball player. Not even you probably didn't like you know hone in on that skill from young. Like exactly he did basketball. Exactly, like he got on the team just because of his name, but like in a major league team, but they're like you're in a completely different level. Yeah. Yeah. There's dudes that have been playing since they were seven fucking years old. <laughs> Which yep. you know that, like, you've made it if you can get into baseball based on name alone. True. That's true. When they're like, fuck it, like, we're going to sell out every fucking game regardless. And, like, tickets? Yeah. Like, let's fucking sign Michael Jordan. Instead of, like, yeah, we got to win games. Like, yeah, you know. You know you've made it. Oh, yeah. But um, going back before we went on a tangent about fucking North Korean wrestling and yeah, uh, the the besides Paul Mooney dying, um, Kentaro Mora, I don't know how, how you really say that, has passed away at 56. Yeah, that from my understanding of it, it was like a heart problem, but it wasn't like yes. a heart attack. Yeah, it was a heart issue. I just I don't know off the top of my head exactly what it was. It was aortic something section. Let me look it up. Yeah, it was. It definitely wasn't like a uh, heart attack. 
Hold on, let's see. What the fuck did he die of? Acute trick dissection. Acute aortic dissection? Yeah. Occurs when an injury to the innermost layer of the... Oh, aorta. That's how you say it. That's like the part that's like... Yeah, aortic. The part that like goes out of your heart at the top of your heart. That yeah. Like most, it's where most of your blood pumps, leaves out. Your, pumps out of your heart and goes to the rest of your body. Uh, allows blood to flow in between the layers of the aortic wall, forcing layers apart. In most cases, associated with a sudden onset of severe chest or back pain. Oof. So basically, his aorta fell apart. Yeah. Now, was it because you said like due to an injury, so did he have an accident or a fall, or was it? Uh, I think that's just something that like, or is that just like a general explanation of the what happened? I, I think that's possibly general, not what happened to him. I think that's a general explanation. Of yeah, okay. yeah, it's like a general over. explanation. Okay. Uh, let's see. Causes uh hyper oh high blood pressure, oh, uh, okay. connective tissue disorders, uh, vasculitis. Inflammation of the artery, which mm. that's what the aorta is. It's an okay. artery, essentially. Uh, it can also be the result of chest trauma. Jeez. It can also be caused by smoking, so who knows? Okay. So they, I mean, a lot of mangas writers... Yeah, they, they, they smoke a lot. Yeah, they're heavy So smokers. it could be one of many things. But they deal not, with the stress. I freaking suck. And like you guys were saying earlier, like... No, you're never going to get an ending to Berserk. Not a good ending. Or at least, you know, not his original vision. So not a good ending. Was. Yeah. Because, like, um, how long has Berserk been going on in manga? For years, man. 76? Ooh. Something like that? It's old. I know that. I think it started in the 70s. It got popular in the 80s. Yeah, that makes sense. Originally. Because that, that's when they also came out with the original cartoon. Yeah. Um, but then recently, what in 2016, we had uh, like that new anime adaptation that you guys said was shit. Yeah, that shit was an abomination. I mean, it could have worked, it just didn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the director was very good at like yeah. that kind of style. Yeah, because I think the director did mostly, um, oh god, like, uh rom-coms like anime rom-coms and like stuff like that like romance drama um a lot of shit with like little teenage girls basically okay uh like that's like his background and then of like 2d now he has to do berserk which is like a 2d 3d hybrid well yeah in that they did a uh 2d 3d hybrid and it was like a dark fantasy Instead of like, oh, well, here's a group of like teenage high schoolers. Yeah. Like it, it was a very far cry from what he was used to doing. Yeah. So it's not terribly surprising that it didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. It started serialization in 1989. 1989? Yeah, but that's serialization. That's not even. 
And then, um... Do you guys remember, you guys know who Psychic Pebbles is? Who the fuck is that? Mm, no. He was, like, one of those cartoon creators from, like, Newgrounds. Uh, he, he was, like, there around the same time. Uh, Ego Raptor was there. Um, oh, fuck, what was another one? I can't remember any other names. Because I haven't fucking, like, seen them actually, like, put stuff out on YouTube in forever. But it was one of those, like, really big, like, Newgrounds cartoon creators that, like, went to YouTube after Newgrounds kind of died. And they, um, he did, uh, hold on, let me just pull up his fucking YouTube. Because I'm sure if I pull up, like, if I name off some of his cartoons, you'll probably remember. Pebbles. So you can. He did a lot of. He did Hellbenders. Um, have you guys seen the pilot for Smiling Friends? No. It's very. Uh, if you see it, you will understand immediately that it's. Uh, like very very new grounds ish, uh, he did Hellbenders. He did Clown Robbery. <laughs> Jesus, why the fuck is oh, he, yeah. he did a lot of like really old cartoons? Yeah, I could definitely see what you what you mean. I'm seeing like some of the artwork here. It's some uh, of that like almost like childish looking art, and then all of a sudden like really disturbing looking characters. Yep. Uh, you remember the the uh, cartoon um, Arrow to a Knee? No. Where it's like some dude like keeps like some nerdy little kid is like, oh, I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow to the knee. Uh, what did it did the whole meme because of like, uh, oh my god, uh, Elder Scrolls? Yeah, and then they had like the main character from uh, Skyrim come through and like, I'm fucking tired. Wasn't you motherfuckers? <laughs> Saying that goddamn shit over and over again. Find another fucking joke. <laughs> like he did that cartoon. Okay. Um. He is. He finally got a cartoon on like television. It's called Smiling Friends. Uh. I mean, if you want, you can pull up the fucking trailer for it on the TV. Okay. Uh. It's very very like. Adult Swim. It's like right up their alley. Now, is it which kind of Adult Swim are we talking about? We're we talking about like early Adult Swim, or we're we talking about like twelve ounce mounts Adult Swim. It's Psychic Pebbles, so it's probably like late night, kind of more weird, fucked up. Okay. Because Psychic Pebbles, uh, for a while he was like doing a lot of like uh drawing like a lot of porn like doing like porn animations oh god because once oh. well what happened for well, like a new lot of left. <laughs> well once new grounds left people went to youtube oh okay. and then youtube changed their algorithm so like it came down to uh um, that's when they went from like clicks to like how long people are viewing your shit exactly yeah. so like the 10 minute like video became like the norm and 10 minutes is like a lot of animation time especially when you're just one or two people kind of like working on shit um so like that just kind of fucking like died off youtube immediately 
So like you had all of these people who learned how to like animate from like new grounds and now they couldn't like make money on YouTube. So it's like, all right, like who has money? Suspiciously wealthy furries. Okay, yeah. I guess I'll draw porn. Yeah. Just always that like um that one meme saying like, oh no, I'm an artist. I won't sacrifice like my artistic morals for money and or like for like whatever. And then you see a furry's like, hey, uh, can you draw like a fox? woman having sex with like a giant asshole he goes what no it's like i'm willing to pay you 500 dollars. so how big do you want this <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's take a look at the the trailer for smiling friends Precious piece of cheese has gone missing. Adult women proud to announce. Smiling friends. Stop fucking goodness. Oh my god. What kind of show is this? Oh god. It all. Yeah, I, I, it's I know, gonna I know be that creepy, weird shit. I know, I know what you want to say. Okay. Go ahead, say it. Why isn't me Canyon on Adult that, Swim? That's what I, I knew you was going to he don't want to be owned by nobody. Yeah, it makes sense. But like that looks like a uh, like you take super jail, twelve ounce mouse, and meat canyon, and just like roll it all yes. together. Yeah, I think the problem <laughs> with meat canyon. He he is... uses pro already existing properties. Exactly. So yeah. it's like anybody who picks him up, it's like we could and it would be good, but we'd probably get sued by Disney and every other large IP that would crush yeah. us into the dust. Or it'll be like, well, you can only use these characters that we have the license for but at the same time we really don't like you to portray our characters in such a way yeah it's like ugh, dude copyright kills so much fucking creation i get why it's there but it kills so much fucking creation yes because that should be hilarious so go ahead grab a gumball oh, <laughs> that one was so good you've earned it <laughs> yeah, hey. You're my favorite, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> Go ahead. Grab a gumball. Oh. Grab a gumball, you dirty whore. Say, hey, you know, I like you. How about you grab two gumballs? Yeah. Don't tell anybody I did that for you. It's <laughs> like, yo, come on. This makes me not want to watch this show. <laughs> it's so fucking uncomfortably weird. <laughs> yes. Yep. But I like it. <laughs> Even when you're somebody who's kind of like uh, desensitized to like so much shit, when you yeah. feel like you get fucking weirded out like that and uncomfortable, you're like, what the fuck? And then like all the, all the comments in that video said the most disturbing thing is the fact that the character of Benson is calm. Because, like, throughout the entire show, regular show, the dude's just pissed off and yelling. Yeah, he's, like, super he fucking... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, like, crazy fucking rage problems. Mm, that's, no, like, his, like, gag that's, yeah, personality. That's his, like, yeah. trait. Like, he's always angry yeah. and yelling. So, in this, for him to be, like, all menacing and calm... Say, oh, go ahead. Like, Come on, you've done a good job. Go oh, grab yourself too. That is creepy. I didn't know he was like that in yep. the actual cartoon. <laughs> so it's like a complete fucking opposite. I just want to get back to work. Then you got Pops. Jolly good show. And since that happened, he's like all sweating. <laughs> Jolly good show. And he just leaves. <laughs> he always oh, seems that to cartoon never be was fucked up. Yeah. Go ahead. 
Grab yourself a gumball. You've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's that breathing, yo, the breathing. Yeah, the breathing. Just the way he talks and the way he <laughs> breathes, you can hear it. Go ahead. Grab yourself a, grab yourself a gumball. Ah, yeah, it's like, oh, 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 oh. Like, hey, I no. need an adult. You are an adult. I need another adult. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Call the authorities. <laughs> Call somebody. <laughs> Call my mama. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Casey. Yo. The Snyder fans are pissed. For what now? Well, We're never what happy. on Twitter now? Well, not on Twitter. Basically, Warner Brothers announced that there's going to be an Injustice movie. An animated Injustice movie. That's fire. Oh, hell yeah. But the DC fanboys were pissed because they wanted basically Zack Snyder's, uh, the Snyderverse to be restored because basically he was ripping off Injustice in that whole like Nightmare World sequence. From the last movie, yeah, yeah, he was he's been ripping off Injustice, so like now one of us doing like their own Injustice, and people are like, oh man, I was hoping for a live action Zack Snyder directed one, but no, it's gonna be animated. It's gonna be great. Thank fuck, because the animated movies are so much better. They're so great. We're we're finally gonna get a good Injustice movie. Yep. If Snack Snyder did Nightmare, it would have been fucking horrible. It would have, but of course, maybe not horrible. But it would not be good. It would not be great. It would, it'd be, at best, Decent. watchable. Watchable, yeah. But, um, no, and, yeah, so, like, they're mad about that. Um, But the DC animated movies, they just, it's rare when they miss. Mm. Like, they're always, yeah. they're always really good movies. Like, the only one in recent years that I would say it was straight up bad was The Killing Joke. The Batman Killing Joke, and that's because it's an hour long. And the first half hour has nothing to do with the Killing Joke comic. It was just like a story they made up to fill time because the book, The Killing Joke, which I have somewhere up here. It's short, right? It's, it's really short. It's like maybe 20 pages. Really? I thought it was way longer than no, that. It's short, dude. <clears throat> up here. Please do not drop the Funko Pop. Oh my God. That was fucking awful. But yeah, no. So like, this is it. Yeah. Like you could sit- it's It's not long. No, like it's like two manga chapters. Like you can sit down and you watch. Can, you you can, can read that in like 30 minutes, if even. Yeah, but you could turn that into like an hour, hour and a half of content that's good. Yeah. But like, again, like when you watch the movie, when it gets to the part of the killing joke is almost, almost shot for shot. Yeah. So like this, the later half of the <laughs> animated movie is good. But that first half. It's not because he just made it up. It's all about Batgirl going to college and hanging out with her friends and then her fighting some guy and then she meets up with Batman in the rooftop and they end up having sex with each other and people are like, why? Why are you doing this? Because whoever made that movie has a fetish for Batgirl. That's what that fucking shit sounds like. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Never mind the fact, isn't Batgirl like fucking young enough to be well, Bruce Wayne's fucking well, that, daughter? I, that, about, I was yeah. just about to say that that and that don't really happen in the comics, right? No, it doesn't. Like there, there's been some like elsewhere comics that they hinted at <clears throat> Batman having a relationship with like Barbara. So, like for example, the um, in the animated series uh, continuity for Batman Beyond in the comics, basically. One of the reasons Nightwing leaves 
the Bat Family is because Barbara slept with um with Bruce. And I believe one of the I think is it Earth One or whatever, one of those like side stories of Batman. Batman and uh, Batgirl hooked up because like Batgirl goes confronts Batman. She tells him, "Oh, I'm pregnant." He goes, "Oh, I'll congratulate Tim when I see him." She goes, "It's yours." He goes, "Oh," and then Dick Grayson finds out, and the two of them get into a fight. Yeah, some of the Bat Family comics are real fucked up. Yeah, but it's never it's never in the main continuity though. It's always on like side shit. Yeah. Oh. <coughs> oh. Well, because the main continuity is like more. Like, I guess, uh, kind of less edgy. It's edgy, but in different ways. They leave out a lot of, like, the sexual tension shit with, like, the main continuity. Yeah. Because it's easier to get away with violence than it is with sexuality and fucking... Yeah. Everything. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, but it'll, they didn't really announce too many details for it, but it'll be interesting because we're going to get a, uh, a more detailed look when the long Halloween comes out. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be kind of like putting out like a little like detail, like kind of like commercials along with it to kind of promote it, which makes sense because like what best time is there to promote an injustice comic then exactly and dc 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 also announced that they're doing that fandom again this year which i'm expecting a lot of announcements coming from there or at least some like future trailers because i know they started shooting black adam maybe we could see something from that um i know they released recently the trailer for the long halloween part two yeah so like before we were talking about part one um so they released a trailer for part two so apparently they're going to do the same thing with, like, The Dark Knight Returns when they adapted that into an animated film. Yeah. They, they cut in two parts instead of, like, trying to smash everything into one. So I think part one's coming out this summer, and then the second part's coming out a few months later, like, towards the fall. All right. I didn't even see... They came out with a trailer for part two already? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Trailer Casey, for, for uh, the long Halloween part two. Wait, part two? Yeah. When did part one come out? It hasn't come out yet. It hasn't come it's out It's coming yet. out this summer. Yeah. But they put out a trailer for part two. You should pull up the uh, trailer. I will. I didn't know they came out with part two. Well, they just, uh, we, we were just talking about it. They're yeah, going to split it into two instead of smashing into one. Kind of like the same way they did with uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Where they, the animated movie, they did a part one and a part two. So that, yeah. that way they didn't have to cut anything out. Yeah. They're doing the same thing with The Long Halloween. I hope so. That would be dope. I think it would be dope. Total Dial? Yeah. For Alligator. <laughs> For Alligator was my shit. Yeah. What? Yes. Watch him. Oof. It was my shit too. Anti-flosion? Ah! I liked For Alligator better. Yeah. I, I, I did go with the water starter for Johto. Here we go. Long Halloween Part 2. Trailer. I think I did that shit twice. I did fire in the first I, the, water the, the only time I didn't go with the water starter was uh, Ruby and Sapphire because I liked uh, Blaziken. Yeah, Blaziken's speed was retarded. That's why. Yeah. But Swampert, though? Yeah. That was my dude. I didn't care for Swampert. 
Water and ground? Yeah. No, I think with that one, I went with like torture. Yeah. Got my son out. Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Yep. Yeah, this movie is gonna be fine. Oh hell yeah! Especially because like, like I, I was saying last time when we were talking about the first part of uh, the trailer for part one. Yeah. Like this, uh, the Long Halloween is a story they basically based the Dark Knight on. Is that a separate comic? Has it, like has the longest Halloween ever been like it's own yes, it's his own comic. Yeah. And then they've made the Dark Knight series based off of No, no, not the series, the Dark Knight movie with um Christian Bale. Oh, okay. It's based oh, okay. on the long Halloween. Oh. Just obviously some things got changed around. Yeah. So instead of like having all the villains, it's just Joker and two Harvey then becoming Two Face mm. in the movie. Whereas the Long Halloween is basically the transfer over between the mob into the supervillains. Yeah. Because, like, um, the book that comes before <laughs> The Long Halloween is Year One. So you got Batman Year One, which is basically Batman Begins. And then you got The Long Halloween, which is Dark Knight. Mm. And then for... I forget. There's a third one within the series. I forget what it is. I think it's, like, something victory. I'm not entirely sure. But then, like, for the movie, they just decided to adapt their own version of Nightfall instead. Mm. Which is with the whole Bane breaking Batman's back. That's supposed to be like kind of subsequent to Long Halloween. So no, no, that's a completely different story. That's part of like the main continuity that was going on. Oh, okay. Um, that was back in the nineties when uh, DC had the bright idea of like, hey, let's um get rid of all our main characters and like replace them. Where because they killed <laughs> Superman, because like. Uh, the sales for the Superman comics were just going down the drain. So they killed Superman. After they killed him, that's when all of a sudden everybody's buying comics. Because they think, oh shit, Like if I have the death of Superman, I can sell this for millions of dollars a few years down the road. And that's when they started printing multiple versions of the same comic with different covers. Which me- makes them worthless. Yeah. Because there's multiple copies of those. Like the reason... Like, an Action Comics number one, the first appearance of Superman is so expensive is because there weren't that many printed. Because he didn't think it was going to sell that well. Mm, yeah. So it's super rare to find one of those. You could find a Death of Superman fairly easily. So because they did that, they were like, okay, let's do the same thing with Batman. So they had Bane break Batman's back, and then they, you had a new Batman, uh, John Paul um, Casey? whatever uh the guy who is um asriel yeah he becomes batman for a little bit and then batman comes back oh asriel's the dude with this this the dude with the sword and yeah. he's like a knight templar yeah that guy 
Oh, wow. Yeah, it's all right here in uh, Nightfall. Okay. Commissioner Gordon becomes Batman as well for a that's little bit. That's recently. That's like part of like no the whole new fifty two thing. Like when he wears the bat suit and shit. Yeah, he has like a Batman mech suit. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a fairly recent. I thought that was old. No, no, that's no. well, it's pretty old now. It's been a few years. Yeah. But like no no the whole this nightfall this back in the mid nineties. Mm, okay. I'd be confused about just where to place a lot of the events in the Batman. Yeah, well, that's that's the problem with like the whole floating timeline, and then yeah, because like stuff occur- occurs within the, their world, kind of like it's like The Simpsons. Yeah, like holidays come and go, presidents change, mm-hmm. and yet everybody's there still the same age. Yep. And then every now and then they redo their origins, like uh, in The Simpsons, like. In the early episodes, you have Marge and Homer. They met in the 70s. And then later on, they do an episode where they met in the 90s and stuff like that. Just to try to make it all fit in. It just makes things more confusing. Um, Yeah. They did that with Homer and Marge where they met up in high school too. Mm -hmm. And he had to get Marge back from dating that other dude. Oh, the the, the little Jewish guy? Yeah. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. So I had to put the dance moves on him. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so that that's mainly one of the problems with comic books, like the whole floating timeline. And not only that, the fact that you got multiple um, writers and artists working on it. So like yeah. you get a lot of plot holes, a lot of like continuity issues. Yeah. Again, this is generally one of the reasons why I like reading manga instead, because like it spaces its own world. You have the one writer. Yeah. And it's like their their vision. And then a lot of times you get a, a beginning and an end to a story. And if you like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. Exactly. You don't get yeah. another iteration. Well, like of with that manga, it's yeah. a baby of the writer. Yeah. Yeah. Where with DC and like all these like other things, it's just like that uh, motherfucker's grown. <laughs> yeah, the content's already there. Content's already there. They're just like, quick, beat the horse, get more money out of it. Not beat the horse, Kyle. Come on. <laughs> beat the shit out of the horse. Beat the dead horse. So it spits out more money. We're gonna make Batman Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, basically. Listen, you say that now. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> we're gonna make Batman black, and we're gonna give him a white suit. They, no, no, they no, no, did no, that. They, they did they, that. They, with they're invincible. literally doing that right now. Oh yeah, they are. Wait, what? Yeah, there's like a black Batman in the in the DC comics. Oh yeah, and then they want to do. Well, we talked like about a, it last week. They want to do like a black spider, uh, Superman. No, you were talking about that for the movie, but no, like in the comics, apparently it's not Bruce Wayne; it's somebody else. But like, it, it's some weird thing that's happening with like new versions of DC heroes. So you have fucking Brazilian Wonder Woman. You have Black Batman. And yeah, Superman is still Kal El, but like, it's so like. I don't. I don't know if it's main continuity, if it's like a different world thing that's happening. But I think that's it's a different world thing that's happening. I don't think it's any has anything to do with. But the it's world annoying. Continuity. Yeah, that they don't understand what makes like some of these characters great. Like, all right, you want to make like a black Superman or a black like. All right, don't make it Kal El. Don't make it Bruce Wayne. Give them their own story. But here's the thing about that: Black Superman has his own story. One exists, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there was like, one yeah, in the we, comics. We about it. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, we did. Yeah, last week. Yeah, and but that's the annoying thing. Like, give it respect. Yeah. Give it, give it its own name. Give it its own origin story. Don't make it just black hell. 
but they don't want to do that because it's easier to just look. We got Black just Superman. To, to Give us spend, money, please. Just to race spend the popular character. Yep. Well, I see it. All right. If they did some shit where Luke, is his name Lucius Fox? Yes. Yeah, Lucius Fox was Batman. Because he's like the main dude who helps Bruce Wayne with his finances and the fucking technology and shit like yeah. that. If he was to put on the bat suit because some shit happened with Bruce Wayne, now he's a new Batman, which is a trope that they, yeah, they use. Sort of, they sort of did that. But not with Lucius Fox, his son. Yeah. With he's the, a um, Batwing. Batwing, yes. Something like that, all right. That we go, I could rock with that because it I would makes pay sense. to see Morgan Freeman. As Lucius Fox as Batman. That's, Not gonna lie. He's, he's too fucking old for that. He's like no. 80 years old. Yeah, man. <laughs> CG's come a long way. It's fine. Give him a nice little stunt double. It's all good. Just, he's gonna be wearing a mask most of the time. And like narrate. The, yeah. Know. No. Let's yeah. and drink his Come tea. on. Who are you? Well, I'm <laughs> Listen, I would no. pay to see that. Oh, I would pay twice. I would pay for two movie tickets to see that shit. Everybody would. Gotcha. Uh, by the way, um, this wasn't on the list of things, but like this is like breaking news. Apparently, they're doing a Highlander reboot, and Henry Cavill is in talks to star. Huh? Homelander? Highlander. Highlander. Oh, I was about to say, what the fuck? That boys isn't even over yet. This is supposed to be. The, the Highlander movie, where they're all immortals, and like you can kill another Highlander by decapitating him. And then you get their power. No. And there can only be one. No. There can only be one. No. Never heard of this shit. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's an old fucking movie. Mm. Fucking yeah, it's old. Uh, from the Mel, 80s. Mel, Mel Gibson. Jesus Christ. No, not Mel Gibson. That's that's Mad Max. No, Highlander started, uh, what's his name? The dude that was the original Raiden in the first Mortal Kombat? You're asking me to remember shit. That's a that's a long ask. Yeah, I'm blanking on his fucking name. But hold on, I got you, man. You know my memory is shit. I don't even remember who you people are. <laughs> Where the fuck am I? Oh, it's just fucking amnesia. Uh, oh, what was that? Uh, Christopher name? Lambert. Christopher Lambert. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, he he was the Highlander in like the Highlander movies, and then you had. Oh my god, he was James Bond. Fuck. Sean Connery. Yeah. Uh, you had Sean Connery as like his trainer, who was also a Highlander. But here's the thing, Kyle. His character is a guy from Spain, a Spanish guy. Yeah. So, of course, this higher Scottish Sean Connery, who's not even going to attempt to do a Spanish accent the entire time. He's just talking with the heaviest fucking Scottish accent that he could do. Yeah. It's fucking... Ugh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's one of those like, 80s properties. It's cheesy. I trust Harry Campbell. Yeah. He he did a great job with The Witcher. He did a great job with Superman. Mm-hmm. It's a shame he didn't have a better script for Superman, but he himself, he did a good job. He himself was visually, in at least to a degree as much as he could with like the plot, was yeah. Superman. Like... Even when you look at like the behind the scenes when he's just like walking around, yep. like just waiting for the next scene to start, it he looks like fucking Superman. And he's he's a giant Superman nerd too, because like he's so, a you giant know, nerd in general. Yeah, because like in Man of Steel, uh, that one shirt scene where he's like coming out the water. Yeah, because um, they they added that scene just because how Jackie was, so they wanted to show off how 
how like Jackie got for the role. Yeah. Uh, so because like a lot of people were saying like, oh yeah, it's, it's all gonna be a muscle suit. Like he's not that muscular. So they wanted to show that he was that muscular, and they told him it's like, hey, you're gonna have to shave your chest. And he goes, no, I'm not. He goes, oh, no, but you're Superman. You have to have a shaved chest. He goes, Superman has a hairy chest, and I can prove it. Goes into his trailer, pulls out a comic. Boom. Yeah. Yup. That's the thing. He He's a big nerd. He collects comics. He, he had been a big fan of the Witcher games before he even got, like, before they even said they wanted to do a movie. He's like a big comic video game movie nerd. Like, people don't realize it, but that's the truth. So, like, I trust him with, like, Highlander. That seems like kind of like the cheesy, nerdy thing that he would be able to pull off very easily. As long as the script is good. Because you can't expect Harry and Cavill to carry everything. Exactly. And that's why he was really good in in The Witcher. And a lot of people were surprised. Because, like, at first, they're like, eh, I don't know. But that's a really good fucking show. I can't wait for season two to come out. (laughs) But they Fuck. finished shooting it a while ago. <laughs> I think they're like in post-production. Yeah. Can't wait for that shit to come. It feels like it's been forever since we got like a serious IP out like that. Like The Witcher. Feels like it's been a while since the first Witcher season came out. Piece of COVID. Yeah. Same thing with The Boys. And then not only that, when they were shooting uh, season two, they had to shut down, I think, like two or three different times because people in the cast ended up testing positive yeah so it took a while but like they they finally finished shooting so like it's in the can now they just gotta do all the editing and special effects i think it's supposed to come out by the end of the year yeah now like dc is starting to put all of like the movies out instead of the television shows yeah apparently um the new titans uh season three got announced today that it's coming out in august they still making that shit yeah is it the web well they got a higher budget now it technically, yes, it was. It was the a web fuck series. Batman series. Yep, that one. Uh, season one and two was technically a web series because it was for that DC streaming app. Yeah. Um. Obviously, they didn't have the best of budgets. They had a bigger budget than the CW shows, but not that big of a budget because it's the DC streaming app. Yeah. Um. Now that show got transferred over to HBO Max once, like, DC decided to just be a comic app only. And all like their shows got transferred over to HBO Max, so this season three is gonna be the first to be produced by HBO Max. So obviously they got a bigger budget and whatever. So like let's see what they're gonna do. Um, Something just hit me. Yes. That we that we like just kind of like I was like oh cool I was I knew about it because uh, I'm actually I have I own stock in AT and T. Yeah. So, oh that breakdown between like turner media and at&t and they're just selling a bunch of shit they're going to take some of their stuff and merge it into a whole nother company yeah so uh hbo is part of that and all of uh turner media's like properties are part of that yeah so we might get a, a bunch of like new shit on hbo max and it'll be interesting to see like where they go with it yep um and this is a new partnership that's coming? It's mm-hmm. not a partnership. No, they're just like, they buy they are, they are taking some of their properties. Mm. Uh, and HBO Max is like one of those things with uh, Turner uh, Cable. Mm. And they are going to take some of those properties and merge them together and make their own. And that's going to be its own separate company. 
that's co-jointly owned by AT&T and uh, Cable Turner. Oh, yeah. All Turner right. acquisition. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like ass. I think it'll be good. Yeah. You think it'll be good? Yeah, I think it'll be good. I mean, they're they're making money. They just spend a bunch on getting the the rights for a, the NHL. Yeah, and I own stock, so I'm also making money. <laughs> Get them. But uh, I think um, like stuff like Comedy Central partnerships that they kind of already have, but also like additional ones. Yeah, are going to end up like mixing into it. Food Network is one of them. Which the Comedy Central one? That's going to be interesting because like a lot of the Comedy Central stuff is on both. HBO Max and whatever the fuck Paramount Plus is also. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably be on both, but like, yeah. I think the big one is Food Network. Yeah. Like, Food Network is also part of that deal coming from uh, Turner Media. So it'll be like, all right, like, fucking sweet. Does that mean that we're getting like some of the old school, like, Food Network stuff? Getting Martha Stewart <laughs> cooking a turkey. No, like, the edit, um, Fucking um, Good Eats, the old, old Good Eats. Okay. And maybe even like the newer, uh, does Tuner, uh, I guess Tuner, Tur- uh, Turner probably owns like the newer ones. I don't know. Is they did, um, Bolton yeah. Brown did, is doing a newer version of Good Eats. I don't, re- I don't remember what like network it's on though. I think it might be on like Food Network, but they might have done some other weird shit with it. Okay. But it'll be interesting to see. Because like I already own HBO Max, so. Yeah, same here. Although I haven't been able to watch too much because my computer's been broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking drop that shit. I was so sad. And then it's uh, like watching my son die. It's like, <laughs> no. Look at what they've done to my boy. Look how they massacred my boy. And then they I also put a fucking dent in the floor. Oh shit. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And then uh you guys see the shit with the PS5 scalper? I mean, you're the one who told me about yeah. it. Yeah. I didn't hear about that. So basically, um a PS5 scalper allegedly or a PS5 scalper got arrested for allegedly mailing a box full of water bottles instead of the PS5 console. So this motherfucker had the audacity to take a P5 box. Yep. Buy a case of waters from Walmart. Yep. Fill the box up and seal it with filled up water bottles and send it out. Yes. People are getting real crafty nowadays. <laughs> it's not fucking. It's not crafty if you got caught, motherfucker. Yeah, and it, and the same thing is, <laughs> this isn't even something new. This sort of shit has happened before. Where yeah. like, um, remember when like the fucking iPads? It was super hard to get one because they were like all sold out. And then someone bought a iPad off of like um, eBay or some shit. It's like third party resellers. And then like when they got it, it was the iPad box. When they opened it, it was a piece of wood with the Apple logo drawn on it. <laughs> they, I believe it was an iPad or an iPhone, one of the two, but it was one of those. I remember a guy got arrested because he uh, he was taught he got fucked. 
he knew he was talking to a scammer because the person was like, yeah, yeah. you know, like I'll, I'll fucking pay for this like uh, MacBook. All you got to do is like send me some money so that I can like pay for the shipping and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, I got you, blah, blah, blah. And he ended up getting like fucking talking this dude into sending him money. And he sent him a fucking binder with the MacBook keys fucking glued to one side. Oh and he drew God. a fucking screen on the other. And he was like, yeah, like that person was scamming other people. But like you, you fucking didn't send him what he paid for. So, yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, and that's one of the things. That's why I never buy from fucking scalpers because you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Well, you know what the bigger problem is? Like, I mean, this is a big story, but like the bigger problem is, is that when people post stuff on eBay, it'll be like, it'll show like the box of the PS5 mm-hmm. and it'll say like PS5 box. Yep. And that's, they can literally get away say, with that. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I clearly stated I'm only selling the box. Yep. For like 1500. It's just like, they just bought the box and that's how yep. they fucking get people. Now that like, but it's kind of funny that they actually the dude was fucking stupid enough to yeah, put, yeah. Caught. I'm gonna sell you a PS5 explicitly. It's a PS5, and then send them fucking water, bunch of Aquafina. Yeah, bunch of Aquafina. No man, the fucking Poland Spring, Poland the spring. cheap shit. Jesus, gotta make that money, cut costs. Yeah, and now Kyle, the weather's getting warmer. People are getting going out. Code restrictions are being lifted. So what advice do you have for Casey for these upcoming Stop days? Stop giving me fucking advice. <laughs> I am a new man now, okay? I stay in the house. Oh, so you're shooting up the clubs now? So they no. Come, no, that just means that they're coming to his house. Oh. That's his excuse. I don't even like company. Don't invite people over in my house. Company. No. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Listen, Casey, all I'm saying is if you can't shield your rocket, leave it in your pocket. Kyle, you really you gotta like make like a little platform on the side for your little punchlines. These these I mean, are- I'm just stealing them from other people online, so I don't wanna steal other people's content from my own, you know? Thank you for the honesty. I'm sitting here thinking you writing this shit down yourself and shit. <laughs> I'm not that creative. <laughs> she like Nostradamus and whatnot. <laughs> I mean, you see, he got a little notebook and shit. He writes his shit down before every show. Like, uh, yeah. a, who, who, who's the guy who wrote the Art of War? Shang Shu? Uh, yeah, yeah, Shang Shu. Yeah, thinking the Shang Shu of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the art of war or the art of whore. <laughs> <laughs> Which one will you choose? I mean, maybe I could write one about like a piece we were talking about it, getting shirts with like the vaccination sexy, safe sex uh, safe sex mottos on them. Yeah. Make sure you get pricked before you give her your prick. Like stuff mm-hmm. like that. So if you can't shield your rocket, leave it in your pocket. Oh man, yeah that that is that is a good model. I'm going with that. Yeah, gotta protect yourself. You gotta have dick control out here nowadays. <laughs> Market is over flooded with vagina. <laughs> <laughs> They're all coming out from their fucking caves. <laughs> After not getting uh, fucking laid for like a full year because of COVID. Yup. Yep. <laughs> Give me Dirk. 
Hey, boy, you look nice. <laughs> Damn, you smacked the earbud out of my ear. I said, you look nice. I mean, thank you, but I got a girl. So, yeah, so. She not here right now, so who really here for you? <laughs> so, here are the two things you would look out for this summer. The cicadas, because it's been 17 years. <laughs> no. No. Is that what we're calling them now? And Casey running from his life. <laughs> <laughs>